0: Son of a bitch, man. That's fucking, it. I hate, dude, I hate damn fucking it. updates <laughs> so goddamn up. What What's cracking, everybody? Welcome to, <laughs> to episode 127 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Renell Pearson, alongside the inevitable one, Devin Stanford.
1: What's happening, baby What's boy? Oh, dude, oh you saw know, some dude. shit. Um, <laughs> I do want to put a moment out there to let people know... Uh, my grandma Barb passed away today, so mm. I'm saying rest in power. She is uh, the person that I had the strongest connection with on um, my Native American heritage side. She lived on Res, right outside of Sioux City. Uh, I, I wish her the best, and I hope that she finds peace in the next life.
0: She so. lived a good life, man. You mm-hmm. said she was 70?
1: Yeah, she was 70 years old. Seventy So is a rest fucking in power, life, Grandma dude. Barb.
0: We're at 70s of fucking good life, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking good life, dude. Yes, big, big old rest and power to her, dude. We we love you, doggy dog. We love you. Fa- yes. Family, family is always hard to lose, but you know they 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 live they live a good life and they you know, raise good children. They raised you and they brought you and created you into this world and taught you all the things that you need to know. And now you're here, ready to kick ass. And one day you're gonna be 70, Being like, oh Jesus Christ, man, I'm tired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm already tired
0: <laughs> you're like i'm fucking 30 i'm exhausted man i don't want to yeah, do it anymore i'm tired
1: <laughs> devin how's that weather down down over there i know uh, we're not it, too far it's, away from uh, the weather out. outside is weather so yeah yeah i know dude
0: it's, uh, <laughs> the it's fucking outside.
1: june
0: 18th and uh it is fucking raining outside it's raining yep yeah yep. It, uh, it,
1: i don't know if you notice it but it was raining hard last night
0: yeah so i went and saw the movie last night and on my drive back i was like what in the fuck man like, like this it's not
1: supposed to be i should be wearing like a cutoff shirt yeah this time of year like- last year it was like 110 degrees this year it's like maybe 60 global warming man global fucking warming you know what i'm saying the earth is flat i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it shouldn't rain this much the world is in the circle you know what i'm saying like, like, <laughs> so do you do you believe in the flat earth theory do you believe in like the halo oh, fuck no. the, the halo earth which which earth is your favorite earth <laughs> it like, hmm. it's so you know like people are like i like my jesus well, that's like,
1: a good question like six one six
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> that's a good universe that's a solid universe that's the one that i want to live in ooh, good, actually yeah. i, I kind of i'm kind of hesitant to say that i want to live in in Earth i know six six because like people are gonna, like new york a fucking lot of people die dude, dude. Yeah, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of people fucking die all the time man like like loki almost slaughtered an entire like place of people in the middle of fucking europe dude like that's not okay I mean, he straight stabbed a guy and then tore his fucking eyeball out. Can you believe that? Yeah, Can you believe that tricky. shit? Middle of a fucking museum in front of everybody. Imagine seeing that in person. And you're just like, dude, fucking metal. <laughs> I've seen some shit in person. I'll tell, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. You, there's some nasty shit out there. There's like uh, this one time I saw a homeless guy smashing it with another homeless lady uh, behind a bowling alley, Hollywood Bowl. You remember when that was a, that was a place. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That was a that was a great that was a great time. They snuck in a little fence area. Go give your balls a tug. Give your balls a tug, tit fucker. (laughs) Boy did he. Boy did. Shut the fuck up,
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude. I haven't been able to stop watching it. I haven't been able to stop
1: watching it. Yeah. Do you have a new show you're watching? Um.
0: Well, today, (laughs) we're not talking about sanguine because today, we're talking Tom Cruise be cruising, George R. R. Martin never finishing that fucking book, To Infinity and Beyond, and much, much more, because this is the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews and discussions, and wonderful shorty quotes that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m., sometimes 1210, because we run late because of audio issues. If you're, in, if you're in this wave, you can head on over to patreon.com slash show where you can submit questions and topics of the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Yeah. But if you emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv slash show. Show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. We would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home. But you can all support us by going to our YouTube channel by... YouTube. I always say YouTube. YouTube, YouTube. channel. YouTube. YouTube channel. Yeah, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Devin. Or now? Guys, we have some captain's orders here. Uh, Actually, just one good one. Uh, We want to give back to you guys at home uh it's been a a a real weird year so far um we know that like lots of people have been busy um people have been busy working the pandemic status is kind of like shifting a weird way where everyone just kind of like it doesn't exist anymore uh um, we've had pieces of our content do extremely well we've had pieces of our content not do very well um we've had shows that like we've seen 18 of you come in and talk with us. We've seen some that you guys were out doing stuff with your family. So we didn't have anyone there. Um, and that's totally fine. Either way, we want to give it back to you guys for supporting us this year. And, uh, and we definitely plan on doing so. Uh, we plan on doing some more video game giveaways. Um, Uh, when we lead into new releases and like gameplay streams, stuff like that, we plan on, uh, uh, doing some cool merchandise stuff here later in the year. Uh, there's, there's lots of stuff that we're wanting to do and we wanting to do whatever we can to give back to the community that's helped us, uh, get to where we are today. Um, with that said, please join our discord. Um, you can drop that in the chat here, join our discord. And you can find that in our uh, our link tree that's on our bio on all of our social media platforms. Uh, Go on there. Talk to us. Let us know ways that you guys feel is the best way for us to give back to you guys. What do you guys want from us? Do you want more content? Do you want more gameplay streams? Do you want more live reactions? You guys, we want to hear from all of you on what you want from us so that we can be the entertainers for you guys that you need us to be um, in order for you guys to be a part of this goddamn family. So, um, Mm -hmm. Devin, with that said, my friend, what do we got next for the people? We are moving into... The Helm. Oh, no audio. Ding, ding, squawk, 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 squawk. <laughs> God, the fucking fuck. Damn.
1: <laughs> you have to figure d- it out. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't,
0: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Hang it up, sing when You're uh, a healthy
1: uh, scratch in the last place team in the no-show. Go <laughs> <with> the <Abisona.
0: laughs> Devin, we're
1: giving you the
0: first three today, my man. What do we All got? All right.
1: So... Top Gun Maverick is officially Tom Cruise's highest grossing movie ever. This is coming from Adam Bankhurst over at IGN. As reported by Variety, Top Gun Maverick soared past Mission Impossible Fallouts $791 million to claim the number one spot on Cruise's resume. And it still has some runway left to go as it heads up to the fourth week in theaters and inches closer to the coveted $1 billion milestone. Top Gun Maverick, uh, excuse me, Top Gun Maverick's current global total sits at 806.4 million, with 422.2 million of that coming from North America. In its debut during Memorial Day weekend, Top Gun Maverick earned 160.5 million domestically. It continued to earn 90 million and 51 million domestically in its second and third weekend, respectively. And looks to face off against newcomer Lightyear and Jurassic World Dominion, the latter of which is set to enter its second weekend. I wouldn't be worried about Jurassic World at all, Mr. Cruz. Uh, no, definitely not. Um, dude, Top Gun Maverick
0: was so good. Top Gun Maverick <laughs> good. was so God damn good. It was good. Uh, I'm not, I'm not in the least bit surprised by this. I I think, I think it goes to show like what a movie with a lot of heart can actually do in today's industry. Uh, Because that's what this, that's what Top Gun Maverick was. They, they, went out of their way to make sure that everything felt authentic and was mm-hmm. authentic enough so that they were like, no, all of you're going to train how to fly a fucking airplane <laughs> and you're going to learn yep. how to do it. Now Otherwise this movie and get a fucking happen. <clears throat> oh God. I don't know. I'm so coffee right now. All uh, right. And because of such, we got into a movie that was honestly one of the best action movies to have come out in the past decade. Um, and everything about it felt wonderful like like I I had number of times I was like contemplating going to the theater just to fucking watch it again uh, because I kind of actually really wanted to just go back and see it again like over and over again dude um do you think that you're going to end up like uh watching it when it comes out on streaming services and
1: DVD and shit when it comes to streaming services yeah definitely yeah maybe not maybe not buy it or rent it or anything but yeah you know. yeah yeah sure that's right and you know I will probably only watch it again, though, if I'm going to be honest, if I'm with somebody who has not watched it yet. OK, OK, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's me. I will say because, like, it's going to be really hard to top that movie theater experience mm, mm. for that type of movie. Mm, OK, OK. And yeah. I think I would like to remember it that way. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I can I can see that. I can
0: see that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it's 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 cool to see because like, the movie obviously deserves uh, deserves that capital, deserves that attention. Um, do you think, like, they're going to follow up with it well? Like, do you think we're going to get a good
1: sequel out of this? I don't know. I feel like, like, that's that's like a 50-50 thing, right? Because <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. the, the Top uh, Top Gun Maverick could have been bad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> there were some things we were like, oh. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. there, there were you know, there it, are definitely a couple plots,
0: things yeah. that were like, mm, yeah. you know, yeah. but like this is behind enemy lines now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, I thought that was cool. I just wish
1: they would have gotten to that sooner. Right. So it's yeah, like, yeah. It didn't feel like, like maybe so. did more with it. But like, right, right, right. I mean, I'm not going to say it is going to be a good sequel. I'm not going to say it's going to be a bad sequel if they do a sequel. I feel like potentially it would be easier to say that it's going to be a bad sequel than a good sequel. Right. right. There's a good chance. Yeah. With this movie, they played a lot on like the nostalgic feels from the original. Sure. They had a bunch of callbacks, but they did it in the right way. Unlike Jurassic world dominion. Um, Um, Sure. So if, that was like one of the things that made that movie good because they did the nostalgic touches tastefully, you know. Right, right. They can't do that for a second time. Mm, mm, that's fair.
0: Okay, I see what you mean.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. So you think you think a lot a lot of this is largely because of the nostalgia factor? Well, that and the practical effects, of course, put together. Right. Yeah. yeah uh, we we can both agree the writing was kind of meh, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you're not
1: you're not. I mean, there's always so much
0: that you can do with like jet fighter pilots. You know what I mean? Like, like, like,
1: like, there's always so much
0: conflict
1: you can have, you know? Yeah. But I think I think I'll leave it at that. And I'll say uh, Phantom out. Um, Guy Ritchie (laughs) to direct live action Hercules for Disney. This is coming from Shane Roman over at Collider. Disney has slowly been giving the live-action remake treatment to all their classic animated films over the last decade. Everything from Cinderella to The Lion King have received its treatment so far, but now we know of the next Disney classics that will be getting a live-action film. Reported exclusively by Deadline, Disney's Hercules is the next in line and will be directed by Guy Ritchie. The remake will be produced by Joe and Anthony Russo's production company, AGBO. That is all we know about the film so far. There are no actors attached to the project or a release window yet. But Dave Callahan has written the first draft and Disney is currently in the process of hiring writers for the remake. Richie is best known for his unique snappy storytelling and visual style found in modern genre classics like Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, Revolver, The Man from Uncle and Sherlock Holmes. The director has been on a hot streak lately with the hit film, The Gentleman, and last year's underrated thriller, Wrath of Man. While Richie is more known for his action-heavy dark comedy offerings, his remake of Aladdin 2018 proved that he can handle any genre thrown at him. Okay. So? So? Yeah? Yeah? You're here for Um, it? Okay. I... I... This is probably going to sound very cliche and like a safe assumption on who could play Hercules if they were to pick like a big name actor. I'm going to go with Chris Hemsworth. Oh, Chris. Oh, I was going to say Henry Cavill. Oh, Henry Cavill would be a good choice, too, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I heard some rumors circulating that Chris Pratt was going to do it. And I was like, fuck that. Get the fuck out. If Chris Pratt is Hercules, I swear to God,
0: man, the God fucking (laughs) damn it. He's going to
1: do this to the Hydra.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, blue back off <laughs> back <laughs> that's off, back it off. back off back off Hydra. Whoa! <laughs> and then, and, I, then and then afterwards he's just gonna say something fucking stupid because that's what chris pratt fucking does that's what he yep. goddamn does yep
1: yep But yeah i uh i'm stoked that guy Ritchie is doing it because uh he makes some great movies and um you know the gentleman was great. Wrath of Man was fucking fantastic. That was a fucking good movie. That's a good movie, That was, movie, a, dude. That was movie. a good movie. God damn, that was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I who who do you think would play Hades?
0: Oh shit, uh, man. I kind I kind of want. I mean, it depends, right? Like how like how authentic to the original they're trying to make it. Because if they're trying to make it like make the characters look like the animated characters. Then I see like Henry Cavill's Hercules
1: and um, oh, I have, okay. I have, I have one for Hades.
0: Oh, hold on. Hold on. What's his, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, oh, damn it.
1: Damn it damn I it got me. a really good one for Hades. Okay, go ahead. Name it off. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. <laughs> yeah. I think he uh, could be a great Hades. <laughs> I
0: was thinking Dennis Leary.
1: Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary.
0: Mm-hmm. The, uh, the saber teeth tiger from Ice Age. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm looking him up right do now. It. Do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. 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 I like yeah. Bill Hader more.
0: Bill, H- I mean, everyone likes Bill Hader more. You know what I mean? Like my, my yeah. thing is like, like I said, like it, it kind of depends for me, like how much they're wanting it to like look like the character and how they want the, like the personality to match. If they're trying to do like a completely new take, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. they kind of did in aladdin, then the the number could be fucking anybody. Right? Like they could do Ethan fucking yeah. Hawk for all we know. <laughs> like <laughs> they need to bring back Danny DeVito to play Phil. If Danny DeVito is not <laughs> Phil, if Danny DeVito is not Phil, Devin, oh Lord. The world <laughs> Danny will riot. Needs
1: to be Phil.
0: So bad. <laughs> oh my god, we need that so bad. With with that said though, like, because it's Guy Ritchie, like, do you think we're about to get like a dark Hercules story. I mean, like I know Aladdin was not dark. I know Aladdin was not. I I totally get that. Do you think he's going to take
1: it into the Aladdin route or is he going to go with what he knows? I think a bit darker than what we're used to. Okay. For, you know that, but I think it'll fit really well. And I still think there would be ample um, amount of opportunity for comedy to be there still. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I, I just, I feel like, if they're going to be doing a live action version of the of the disney hercules mm-hmm. they need to show like what kind of stakes are you know mm-hmm. there right you know right yeah cuz that's,
0: kind of, that's like, kind of what i felt like aladdin was lacking mm-hmm. it was a lot it was a lot of the 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 stakes from the original like jafar just didn't really feel like jafar in in the aladdin remake like the the Aladdin. I mean, Aladdin did not really like feel like Aladdin in a in mm-hmm. at all. Did you like the Aladdin
1: remake? I barely remember it. Well, I guess that's all the answer we need then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, like, it I, I don't. I don't remember it being bad, but I don't remember it being great. Like Will Smith
0: definitely was the thing that carried the movie for you too, right? Like yeah. I, I would. I would assume yeah. that's the case as well. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, Guy Ritchie has time and time again showed us that he has the the chops to make it happen. So I'm sure they'll give us uh give us something good. God damn.
1: <laughs> Wrath of Man was baller. <laughs> Let's fucking go, dog. Yeah, um, Wrath of Man was sick. I showed that to my dad and he watched it and then he called me the next day. He was like, that was a good movie. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was you know, all the,
0: all the, the dead people in the bank. Let's fucking go, dude. Jesus Statham yeah, yeah. kills
1: it. Let's go. Anyway, yeah, yeah. what do we got next? New Trigun anime announced for 2023. This is coming from Evan Valentine over at comicbook.com. Currently set to be produced by Studio Orange of Beasters, Black Bullet, and Godzilla, Singular Point, to name a few, the series will be uh, simulcast on uh, simulcast, sorry, on Crunchyroll. And this year's Anime Expo is slated to have more information regarding the return of the man with the sixty billion dollar double. Uh, Double dollar bounty on his head and his journey to survive while making sure to never take a life. Trigun first hit the scene as a manga in 1995 with the anime adaption arriving in 1998 from Studio Madhouse. And while the franchise would eventually return to the world of anime thanks to 2010's Trigun Badlands Rumble, an original movie that brought back Vash and company, it's been some time since we've seen the lighthearted gunman in his own television series anime expo is set to have a panel of their own celebrating the upcoming series confirming some of the creative minds that will be working on the new series including koji T- tajima as a mm-hmm. designer K- kiyotaka w- waki producer yep. Yep. at orange yoshishiro uh watanabe watanabe <laughs> watanabe there you go <laughs> uh, producer over at orange and uh, Katsushiryo Taiki, producer Toho. The panel itself will take place on July 3rd as part of Orange Presents' studio panel. The creator of Trigun, Yashirio Naito, will also be in attendance to help promote the long-awaited return of Vash and Stampede. So, were you a Trigun
0: fan as a kid?
1: I feel like I watched it, But back then I was like way more obsessed with like Full Metal Alchemist and uh, the Big O and Cowboy Bebop, Mm -hmm. you know, but I know I didn't hate it. I will always remember that first episode on that train, Mm -hmm. the the fight Mm -hmm. scene. Mm -hmm. I will always remember Mm -hmm. that. But I can't remember being super invested in the series as a whole. Maybe I was just a little too young for it. At the sure. time. That's fair. That's fair. Because when that show came out, I was six years old. Yeah, right. right, right. Yeah, ni- 90. No, 98. Oh, yeah.
0: The, the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, this was one of the first animes I ever got into. Um, Trigun and Bleach. Um, those are the, oh, yeah. the two big ones that I was super into, aside from like Pokemon and Digimon, right? It's we, you know, only kind of counts. It counts when it kind of counts,
1: right? Um, <clears throat> Trigun has. I will be right back there was a package just delivered and I'm the only one home and I'm not going to leave it on the front porch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's fine. Go hurry the fuck up. Um, well for
0: everybody at home, try was, uh, uh, one of the first animes I super got, I got really, really into. And, um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like that this anime has a lot of room to <clears throat> be in, today's anime circles like i think that i think that like this has so much room to be able to uh um hold on can we can we talk real quick the devins not here right can we talk real quick about uh about how like he's just sitting here just leaving me just leaving me here on my own for fucking package like he lives in a good neighborhood you know what I mean? He was a nice neighbor. He was gonna go out there and steal his fucking packages. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's back. He's like got
1: somebody <laughs> at my fucking. Uh, there was oh, somebody at my door. <laughs> Dude, so oh, weird. Oh. Who was at your door? I just. He's like, do you need pest control? <laughs> I'm oh, like, what? no. <laughs> Thanks. Like, like you're kind of the pest right now. He uh, like kept, kept trying to talk. I was like, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Guy, I gotta go. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, anyways, what, what I was telling the uh, the listeners at home, uh, I feel like Trigon has a lot of space to. Um, <laughs> I also talked a little bit of shit about you, but
1: uh <laughs> I mean, what's new? What's yeah, I new? know.
0: Right. 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 Um, I, I was like saying that I think Trigon has a lot of space to like be successful in today's anime circles, um, mm. especially like a reboot of Trigun, like they could do some really sick shit. And if they lean into that, like new, like 2d slash like 2.5 D like anime style that we've been seeing from things like demon slayer and attack on Titan, we could get some really dope shit out of, out of a reboot of Trigun dude. Like there's, there's Mm -hmm. some sick fucking fight scenes that we could get out of this. Like, I don't know if it'll, it'll top the, uh, the fight scene of, uh, you know, the entertainment district arc, uh, ending for Demon Slayer, but like, because <laughs> yeah. that shit yeah. went the fuck off. Uh, that was really good. It uh, was
1: really, 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 really good. God
0: fucking damn, dude. Uh, but I do also know that like Godzilla Singular Point has some insane animation um and workers out of there uh b stars also like has some really really great artists out of that place and like they have all the ability in the team to be able to make a really really good production out of this so i'm i'm feeling pretty good about it
1: i'm feeling pretty yeah good about it. yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm not upset that it's happening at all oh I'm yeah gonna Dude. wait and see uh, you know and i was thinking about a, a, another anime that i was really really into when trigon was a thing was uh, outlaw Star. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it just popped in my head. Mhm. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what I used to watch back then." Cuz mm-hmm. cuz there's a lot of animes
0: that like I just do not really think about like having had watched like a whole lot when I was a kid, like mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell, like X, um, yeah. uh Appleseed, a lot of
1: Appleseed. Ooh, Appleseed. Uh-huh. Did you ever watch Blue Gender? um no, no 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 No. i did not that, that's a good one elfin lied elfin lied yeah oh elfin lied <laughs> let's
0: fucking go dude oh man the uh the the return of like everyone loving uh evan evangelion again yep yeah yep. goddamn, goddamn dude anime yep. it's a good time to be be an anime fan too not just a gamer but yeah. anime fans we're yeah. eating we're but, eating good
1: but why don't you why don't you tell the people <laughs> about the games. Oh,
0: let's talk about some games, Devin, because right now, guys, Overwatch 2 reveals its content roadmap. So Joe Scrubbles over at IGN revealed during today's Overwatch 2 reveal event. The roadmap shows that season one of the game beginning on the game's October 4th launch date will include three new heroes. That's Sojourn, Junker Queen and an unannounced support hero. Six new maps. More than 30 new skins, a new game mode, the previously announced push, a new mythic skin, and the, the new uh, most rare cosmetic type, and a battle pass. While we only got a glimpse of a work-in-progress battle pass, it seems to offer a familiar mix of free content and premium unlocks only gained by playing... Oh, paying for the pass. Excuse me, by paying for the pass. From what we can see, they'll include cosmetics and XP boosters, and will be made up of a hundred levels to climb. We got no information on what they'll cost, and if the included content will be locked away after season's end. Season two will begin on December sixth and feature a new unannounced tank hero, a new map, thirty more skins, a new mythic skin, and another battle pass. In 2023, future seasons will include a mix of all of the above, but will also include the rollout of the game's long-awaited pve content which will advance the story of the game so i know you me and Garrett talked a little bit about the overwatch announcement stuff from uh from summer game fest week and Mm -hmm. i have not played a single second of overwatch one it just was not for me i was not completely sold on it and by the time that i was interested it had already been out for a really really long time this generally looks like a prettier reskin of overwatch one, but because of everything that they're doing with it, as far as like battle passes instead of loot boxes, as far as like, you know, taking care of like these characters, giving us more characters, giving us reasons to want to play as different characters, uh, the amount of people in the parties, like so on and so forth. I am interested now. Do you feel the same way? No. So over is
1: overwatch is not, your thing just really yeah i just don't care okay okay yeah i am not saying it's bad i just don't care it's um not your well what is it about overwatch that that, that i'm you're not really into hero it. shooters man i'm just not not even um, siege no i i don't even like again i respect siege but it's just not my thing i've never really been into hero shooters at all um i yeah. like i like classic battlefield shooter style you know where you just pick a subclass and then you edit that class i you yeah. know that was like one of the biggest things i hated about 2042 was specialists hero characters yeah you know yeah it's i'm just not into it man i just what what, I, what about it is, is uh is off-putting to you do you think <sighs> i'm they just go- such a classic fps style player you know just yeah. let me let me be my own character and play the way i want to play like i don't want to be dealing with abilities and stuff like that the the closest i'll ever get to that is like destiny you know yeah but even yeah. then it's still super customizable so exactly exactly yeah. okay um yeah i it's just never been that appealing to me it just hasn't Okay, all right, so, that's fair, yeah. yeah. I, just, I guess I'm not I saying I never it's bad, really... it's just not my
0: cup of tea. Yeah, sure. You know? I guess I just never really asked you, like, what about about those games? Just, you know, never piqued your interest. Um, <clears throat> I usually am also kind of the same way. I was very weird about champions and heroes and stuff like that. Um, but Siege, like, I really, 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 really enjoyed. And I think one of the things that roughed me with Siege a lot of times is, like, having to coordinate with your team on like who's going to be playing white and i do like that coordination when you're with the squad and so when you're like playing an online game and you're having to play with randos that coordination goes out the window right so it's like mm-hmm. it, it, it feels like you're having to struggle to make up for the fact that like you're not in a party with everybody that like you're playing with you know you don't know the people that you're playing with you don't have time like that ba- like in the background to really coordinate things and that's the thing that makes me feel like uncomfortable with hero shooters and hero games right and so like Overwatch never really piqued my interest, but like I like I've always appreciated the art. I've appreciated the story. I've appreciated what they've done in gaming. Like Overwatch is one of the biggest games in video game history and uh, not as big as Fortnite, which I've heard is top 10 uh, best game of all time uh, from one, you know, good Kraken. But (laughs) he's not listening. He didn't catch Uh, it. I'm listening. I smile. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, but overwatch, I don't know, I don't know like I like I feel I feel like obviously it's going to do really good because overwatch the name is on it. But then like, I also see a lot of people that are really kind of like flustered with the direction that they're going. Um as a gamer, Devin, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on this kind of like feeling like they're they're transitioning to this free to play format? What like what are your thoughts on this like in in like do you
1: think that makes this like is this the right direction for Overwatch or should they stick to their guns i i think this is the right direction i mean i'm not even an overwatch player but i think this is um especially with a lot of comparisons already being made as calling this overwatch 1, 1. 1.5 not sure. even 2 right. you know right. because it, it just essentially looks like reskinned overwatch with a couple other things added to it also it kind of falls in line with what Microsoft has already been doing, like with Halo and other multiplayer games doing, you know, free to play multiplayer. I mean, you got to compete with Fortnite and Apex and Warzone and all that stuff. You know, it's if you're going to break out into the scene at all or be a part of the conversation, it has to be as accessible as it possibly can to the general masses. Right. 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 Uh, Especially for a multiplayer game. Mm hmm. Most multiplayer games don't do well when when you have to you know pay full pop for them nowadays. Right. Very Again, much so. I e, Battlefield twenty forty two. Who <laughs> would have thought? <thunk. laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. should have gone free to play on that one. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. fuck you EA. Um, but uh, yeah. I I I think it's the right move. I might try it because it'll be free to play. But right. Yeah. Sure. Sure. But, sure that's the only reason why i would try it you know yeah so totally understandable yeah also big shout outs to uh big husky because he's been killing it i've been seeing all his clips lately
0: oh god damn dude husky's been doing yeah. clip after clip for the past year dude he's been yeah he, he's killing it in overwatch dude i i will
1: be scrolling through instagram and i'll see one of his clips i'm like oh man that motherfucker just went on 11 kill streak look at him
0: <laughs> you know like like he 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 makes overwatch like look fun so and like yeah. and that's kind of like what I mean it's like I've always had a little bit of an interest but like there's just so many things about it that I'm just like ah like I'm coming into this too late like the community mm-hmm. is arguably really toxic like <laughs> like there's there's a lot I of mean, different reasons to like be hesitant you know what I mean That's like, like the
1: video <laughs> game community as a whole right now it kind of sucks
0: <laughs> Yeah I mean like like when it comes to competitive games right Yeah, like when yeah. when it comes to like games that are like in the field of you can be a professional gamer in that game. Mm-hmm. Like those communities, I feel like get super fucking toxic because there's normal ass people that want to be at that level that like play well enough that they could be at that level, but like they're not at that level because they're an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and like you know, like the like a ton of people there just like grandma's basement fucking scrubs like acting like their shit don't sink because they're good in a video game. And it's like, come on, man, come the fuck like I literally I, I saw a video the other day of a girl like ballistically crying because she was playing uh, Valorant with uh, with a group of people that she had just recently started playing Valorant with. And they all went off on her because she was making some bad plays in the game like that level of toxic is pretty historic in like Overwatch. And that's the kind of toxin I'm like, I want nothing to fucking do with that. Nothing to fucking do with that, right? And so it's, you know, like I want, I want to play a game, but I also don't want to play with fucking randos. So like, if you want to try it, I'm fucking down to try it when it comes out for free to play. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, let's get our hands on some Overwatch, baby. Some hands on our yeah. let's let's Maybe. see let's see Maybe. if Maybe. They, they can see. sell us on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Some other things that they're going to have to convince us and sell us on is a Game of Thrones sequel series about Jon Snow is in development. This comes from Rachel Labonte over at Screen Rant. (sighs) Jesus Christ. The Hollywood Reporter has revealed that HBO is now developing a potential Game of Thrones sequel series centered on Jon Snow. The series is still in very early development, but should it move forward, Harrington is attached to reprise his role as Jon. No members of the creative team have been announced at this point. This is a major development for HBO's growing Game of Thrones franchise. Even before the flagship series came to an end, the network began working on potential offshoots. What's notable about the Jon Snow project is that it is the first potential Game of Thrones spinoff that would take place after the series ended. Everything else that is currently in the works, which includes 10,000 ships and nine voyages, are prequels. However, it isn't surprising that HBO is now looking to push the timeline forward. Despite its uh, propensity for killing characters, Game of Thrones ended with a number of people still alive and all ready to potentially lead their own spinoff. So, couple things. Okay. Uh, one, George, when the fuck are you going to finish this book? <laughs> never. never. He's not going to finish gonna this goddamn, goddamn book. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, and then, secondly, Someone else is going to finish it. That's what's going to happen. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know, right?
1: Secondly... Is this the character you wanted to spit off sequel for? I don't care anymore about Game of Thrones, honestly.
0: And that's kind of of the consensus I'm seeing from a lot of people. Here's the deal. I fucking love Game of Thrones. I love it. I watched the whole series about four goddamn times. I love this fucking show. I'm one of the people that didn't necessarily hate the last season. I hate the last couple of episodes or the That's last episode the sorry the last episode um because like the like the last season had some fucking moment that the entire battle in the night was some of the best goddamn television we have ever gotten period ever period right but should've then longer and, what, what was that should have been longer well that should have been the end you ask me, that should have been the fucking finale like that, like for oh God fucking pissing me off. But like, but uh, just like the, the long night should have absolutely been the end of that goddamn show. And it's interesting to see this weird thing that's happened with Game of Thrones. Right? And we've talked about it a little bit before. Game of Thrones was a social zeitgeist for a very long time. A very fucking long time. Everyone was was riding the Game of Thrones train. Everyone was just sucking that Game of Thrones dick for, for just about a damn decade, my guy. And the final episode <laughs> was so bad. <laughs> the ending to this show was so bad. I don't think anyone
1: gives a shit about this. The 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 ending episode was so bad. I wanted to crash my car into a telephone pole. Okay, let's not. Look I was very upset with it. Are you are you quoting? Um, uh, is
0: it balancing composure? Which which band is that? Which one that? Which band is that? Uh, that's
1: Citizen. That's a Citizen. It. Okay, thank it you. It is man. Citizen. It try is Try
0: citizen. to crash the car. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, that's that, like one hundred percent
1: is actually Citizen. There you yeah, balancing composure. That's right. I'm wearing yeah. a balancing <laughs> composure right now. Too. <laughs> <laughs> anyways i like sad music okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyways do you think that because it's Jon snow specifically specifically because of Jon snow there's a chance they could get people back in
1: i think it really depends on how house of the dragon goes you know what i'm saying okay, okay. i i think i think okay. that is going to be the precedent on igniting people's interest in game of thrones okay um yeah i i think i think it kind of solely solely depends on that so
0: all right all right yeah, because I'm if that show
1: care. doesn't do well they're gonna cancel any game of thrones tv show stuff because that's what hbo does looks like nah never mind y'all didn't yep. want that never mind yeah never mind yep, y'all. exactly
0: <laughs> yeah
1: because i i think like me myself i'm one half Doesn't or the way or the other. You know what I mean? If I could go either way, like I'll watch it. If it comes out, I'm being sexual. Do I need it? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's fair.
0: I mean, like I'm like, I'm interested to see like what it could be, what they could do with it Mm. because it's Jon Snow, because it's Kit Harington as Jon Snow and the continuation of that story. It will be interesting to kind of see what they do. Obviously, this is going to be like a story of him with the night's watch. And there is, theres more content to be had there. There are more stories to tell there, Mm -hmm. but like we're also going into this without the final book being done. And we're going into this without a lot of stuff really being (laughs) laid out. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like what we were worried about in the final season because the final season wasn't based on any source material. Mm -hmm. Like it was because it's Game of Thrones, but it wasn't because there wasn't a story already formulated that says, this is what the ending is supposed to be right and so like like i'm worried that's just going to fucking happen again i'm so worried that they're going to come out with this and they're going to be telling some original fucking story about this not original character and well he is he is technically um uh, and and it's just going to be just a bunch of wishwash because they don't actually have the writer like actually helping them you know what i mean like he helps he has his hands in it but it's not him writing the script so i am writing the story you know what i mean so like
1: mm-hmm.
0: i don't we gotta see house of dragons we gotta see house of dragons man you gotta see that yep. first because
1: because yep. that's if that's dog water then there's no hope there's yeah. no hope but you know this this next story is actually a lot there's better there's a, a lot, lot, of lot of hope better. Better. my man. a lot of
0: hope here guys because tonight or today uh right now in this very second we're going to be talking Final Fantasy 7 the 25th anniversary rundown oh god. oh, god i'm so coffee today uh there is a presentation that happened uh in celebration of Final Fantasy 7 I uh, arguably one of the greatest games to ever be fucking made. Um, and they did a bunch of cool stuff for all of us. So in this article that we have here, uh, this is coming straight from square Enix themselves, like on their blog, uh, I'm scrolling all the way down to the bottom. So you can get to the lesser announcements and work our way to the better announcements here. So firstly, they came some merchandise, uh, we have a, like, Final Fantasy VII uh, uh, Cloud Strife figure uh based on the new version of Cloud Strife. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. A uh, Buster Sword digital clock that I want so bad. <laughs> so mm-hmm. bad. Like, put it on the shelf right behind me. Oh, God. Imagine that looking sexy, right? About right here next to Kratos. Or, like, or like right there. Yeah, yeah, right? You see what I mean? You see what I mean? I'll move that painting and the clock can go right there, right next to Kratos. I'll tell you that. That would be fucking good. Uh, And then they're also selling a uh, Final Fantasy VII Silver Shinra Ring, which I also want really goddamn bad. But as far as announcement goes, firstly, we have Final Fantasy VII ever crisis. So last year they announced this. Uh, It's an episodic single player mobile game uh, that allows players to experience the world of Final Fantasy 7 and its connected stories um, including the original Final Fantasy 7. They gave us another look at that bad boy. Uh, And that is going to be uh, uh, a closed beta test um, during this year. So there's going to be some fun stuff there. Uh, Final Fantasy 7, the first soldier uh, is (laughs) season 3 is underway. That one's actually already out. So they introduced season 3 here uh that is the um the sort of pvp it's like a p it's like a pvp it's like a battle royale battle royale it, like yeah on mobile yeah so. mo- like final fantasy mobile game so if you're
1: it's not bad actually
0: it's not it's not it's not uh it could be better it could yeah. definitely be better but uh you know we'll we'll see we'll see <laughs> uh final fantasy remake Intergrade is finally on pc uh that hit steam and uh oh
1: god it's already been on pc I, it's been on the Epic Game Store. It's just coming to Steam now. It's coming to Steam. Yeah. 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 Te- technically. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but that
0: is coming um, at, or uh, already came yesterday, actually, June 17th. Um... Come. <laughs> Come. <laughs> Steam users can purchase and download Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade um, at, uh, now, actually. Um, and uh, it is compatible with the Steam Deck, which they did not let up on. They were really trying to remind everybody, hey, you can play this on Steam Deck. Oh, that, like,
1: that's actually really cool. It's fucking it Really, really, really cool. Fucking Good dope. game. Good game. People should play it. I haven't Good finished game. it yet. I got to finish it. You got to finish that up. You did? You got to beat? Oh, that's Well, go. actually, not the not the Yuffie part, but yeah. Oh, the core the rest game. Of the it. core game. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So in, integrate.
1: I'm itself, playing the Yuffie yeah. part, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got, I got to make my way finish finish that. So make my um way downtown. And then next, we got a fucking, the first of very many dope things fucking happening here. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. God fucking damn. Mm -hmm. The prequel to Final Fantasy VII focuses on Zach Fair... The Buster wield, uh, Buster sword wielding soldier who has a hugely important role in the series that we're definitely not going to talk about here. Um, <laughs> 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 but this is a full remaster of the original PSP game that I that was the first PSP game that I fucking played. I'll tell you what, oh goddamn, that was a good game. Uh, but that explains as a prequel to Final Fantasy VII, leading up to why Cloud is who he is and why that's important. But this is a complete fucking remake of this game. Mm-hmm. It looks. Yep stunning it f- looks like it feels stunning uh and, and i think they're giving it the same like combat mechanics as final fantasy 7 remake yeah
1: yeah yeah and i think the the coolest thing about this too this is actually going to be available on ps5 ps4 xbox series x and s x- goddamn xbox one steam and the nintendo switch mm. now mm. one i i'm I want to get this on Switch, Mm -hmm. honestly, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I need to see how it runs on Switch first. And the other thing that Mm -hmm. we do not know yet, is it going to be a a actual download or a physical card that you can get? Mm -hmm. Or are they going to do cloud streaming to Switch? Because a lot of these games, they've been doing cloud streaming. Like they did that with all of the Kingdom Hearts games. But you did not need to do that. Right. You did not need to do that with Kingdom Hearts. So, that that's my hesitancy behind the switch. But Ernell, mm. what system are you going to play it on? Oh, dog! <laughs> I'm definitely going to be playing on PS5 because I want to see what yeah. it looks like. Uh,
0: but honestly, I also kind of really want to get it for my Switch too because I feel like yeah. this, I feel like this is going to be the perfect mobile game again. You know what I mean? Like, because I want that nostalgia feel like playing on Mm -hmm. my PSP on the bus while I'm like on my way back and forth uh, to classes at school uh, Mm because I was playing the fuck out of this when uh, when I was in college. Like my freshman year of college, I was playing the, oh my God, nonstop. I think I was
1: a junior, junior in high school when this game came out Mm -hmm. and I was playing it. Yeah, Mm because I was working at Papa Murphy's Yep. 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 My junior year of college, man. And I'll tell you what. Woo!
0: <laughs> what a fucking game, my dude. Uh, with that said, we got one more big fatty for y'all. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. Part two of the Final Fantasy seven, two of three that they finally confirmed is going to be happening. Oh my God. A short teaser for the RPG showed Cloud and Sephiroth traversing an area that's sure to be thrillingly familiar to fans of the original Final Fantasy seven. Oh my Lord. They showed the entire Nibelheim uh, uh, flashback walkthrough in full new remake scale oh my
1: fucking god man <laughs> i'm excited i'm excited i oh my god they're gonna have so much more you know, money now, so much the more one thing money. i want to see though like i i hope that they when they get closer to this being released i hope they do a pc release as well you know like or like with the, date. It, with yeah or at least within the first couple months or something because like they're building a huge audience on PC right now. And right. those people on PC aren't going to buy a PS five to play this game. Not with the types of systems that people are running now. Yeah, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. So they should. Good console. <laughs> I, I I need the slim before I commit. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Dude, this game's gonna be fucking good, man. This gives you yeah, fucking I'm excited. good. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they change, what they do with it. Because like obviously, mm-hmm. like the first Final seven remake was a really, really cool take on the original story, canonizing mm-hmm. the fact that it was a parallel timeline or parallel mm-hmm. universe, right? And uh and how they, they work that into the story was really, really creative. I'm I'm real I really want to see like how they lead into making disc two come to life while giving us a reason to keep playing that is different from the original. You know what I mean? Yeah. And which is interesting too, because then we look at like how they're doing um, uh, ever crisis and how that is basically this like, you know, cartoony cutesy version of the original game um, as it was in the original game, like the original story and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's cool that they're like offering that for people to have an option to play that game in a, in a higher resolution scale. Uh, So you can experience the original plot and still play these remakes that are slightly different to like what Mm -hmm. the original game was giving. I just I want to see all the things that they change. I want to see if they put us in the airship. Yeah. Like, do do they give us open world? Do they give us like legitimate open world? I don't know. 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 And you people at home don't know either, but you you do know, guys. <laughs> Is that we're going to move into our next segment. But before we move on to our next segment, I want to remind everybody that they can support us over on Patreon.com slash Good Show, where they can get early access to this episode before it goes public. They can write on the show, and they can get this episode ad-free. But they're hearing this. They're out on our Patreon. So for now, here's a word from our sponsors. This piece of good cracking content is brought to you by Glide Mouse Pads. The world is changing and the demand for PC gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now. Having the best of the best in PC accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back in to the fray of the digital sea. And Glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you. Glide Mouse Pads is the future industry leader in mouse pads, offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. I've got one of these bad boys in my office at work. I've got one here at my desk right now. Devin's got one. Xander's got one. This bad boy is silky smooth, silkier and smoothier than even the silkiest of smoothiest of smoothies or soy milk or what have you. You can go to glidemousepads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K R A K E N Kraken for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepad today our next sponsor is rogue energy late nights are pretty much commonplace for all content creators and anyone here at gk can attest that late nights are kind of our only nights <laughs> luckily for us though rogue has figured out exactly how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need rogue energy is a low calorie no sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas every formula rogue energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures again we don't want that we don't want that being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand rogue energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers streamers and content creators around the world now i know that we've been riding this train for a long time you might be tired of us talking about this you might not be tired of us you might want to just support us anyways and you know what for those that do support us we love you but the best way to support us right now is to grab yourself a big old cup of joe when i say joe i mean this rogue energy stuff i'm usually waking up first thing in the morning with a big old shit to get a big old oh, Wow! you grabbed a rogue energy cup Okay, you dip that bad bad boy right on there. You get that bad boy shaky-daky, you know what I'm saying? And then you're out the dang door, okay? You need this beverage in your life. I cannot express that enough. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKRAKEN for 10% off any purchase of shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you would like. Now, back to the episode. <laughs> well, I'm not going to waste everybody's time playing a fucking ad. i was going to play any goddamn audio. See, what happened is that, first off, Devin said it's my fault in chat, but here's the deal. It's not my fucking fault. It's every time Wavelink does a goddamn update, every audio connection just fucking connects for no goddamn reason.
1: Or no, or no. Yes, you should have just known that by now. Touche, touche, touche. That's, that's fair. That's why. That's why I don't do the updates all the yeah. time. I'll wait yeah. forever and then I'll do it yeah. and then I'll like when I have the time to set everything back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, Xander gets it. Xander gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's why you do the update when you're ready to set everything up again. I hate everything. I, I put
0: <laughs> I put off the update for two
1: weeks because I didn't want to fucking deal with it. And then finally, this project done it a wavelength update in like over a month <laughs> you should probably do that but let me do it first I, I can show you how to reconnect everything <laughs> I already know how to do it I've done it before
0: yeah but like I am not I have to like replug everything I had to delete an entire channel and put it back Devin what are we doing next my friend <laughs> <laughs>
1: god damn it god damn it god fucking damn well it. Ernell doesn't know how to do it right now but you gotta protect your neck because you're going into the calories <laughs>
0: There you go. That's the sand you guys need. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Guys, today we are talking Lightyear review. So we saw the brand new Disney Pixar movie Lightyear uh, this week, and uh, that oh boy, it's gonna be fun to talk about today, uh, guys. Released June seventeenth, twenty twenty two. Directed by Angus MacLane, uh, who is widely popular for a few things. Actually, he um actually me uh, 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 um. He was oh man, he so he's from Portland actually. Um, which is very fucking cool. But he is a uh, American film director, animator, screenwriter, and voice actor. Uh, currently working at Pixar, uh, he directed a few short films such as Bernie, Toy Story, Tune, Small Fry, and the television special Toy Story of Terror. Uh, and he co-directed the movie Finding Dory, as well as uh, created Cube dudes in Lego, as well as designed a Lego Wally that became an official set from the Lego Group. Um, and this is his first time singularly going into directing a movie on his own um <clears throat> but really really cool stuff coming out of him and uh mm. I hope to see more because we're we'll gonna be talking about here pretty soon um budget of 200 million dollars and unfortunately a box office so far of 20 point seven million dollars
1: that seems small for what
0: it should be let me it is as of two hours ago <laughs> twenty point seven million million dollar box office and uh that's bad <laughs> that's that's really bad <laughs> god damn it man god damn it it made like 1.8
1: million in uh in uh previews mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's at 21 million now it's gone uh-huh. up by 0. 0.3 oh great <laughs> great oh <laughs> uh, yeah unfortunately that's really really bad
0: which is Very unfortunate because this movie is not bad. Uh, With that, said, let's move into some trivia here really quick. James Brolin, who voices Zurg, is the father of Josh Brolin, who played Thanos in Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Chris Evans, who voices Buzz Lightyear, played Captain America in the same franchise. Um, There's also another thing that I didn't put on here, but there's uh, apparently when they were uh, uh, recording voice tracks for this, uh, Chris Evans apologized to James Brolin for beating up his son in a movie. (laughs) <laughs> because Josh Brolin plays Thanos. Who got his ass kicked? Let's go. Bill Hader is the only actor to appear in a Toy Story film as well as Lightyear, as he played Axel in the Carney, uh, or Axel the Carney, excuse me, in Toy Story 4 2019. And in Lightyear, he plays the rookie, Feathering Hamston. <laughs> Thank God I got that name down. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, This marks the second time Michael Giacchino has scored an installment to a Pixar film franchise that is traditionally scored by Randy Newman after Cars 2. Oh, excuse me. After Cars 2. Uh, Earlier, Giacchino had previously scored the two television holiday specials, Toy Story of Terror, uh, the former which is also directed by Angus McLean, and Toy Story That Time Forgot. Um... Michael Giacchino fucking kills it. He fucking kills mm-hmm. it, dude. Just generally speaking, not just in this movie, but he kills it every goddamn time. Uh, Buzz Lightyear is seen wearing space uniforms with the abbreviation SC marked on them uh, for Star Command. SC was also seen on another character who was played by Buzz Lightyear, Scott Calvin Santa Claus, uh, when they were seen wearing their pajamas. This time, the SC stands for Santa Claus or Scott Calvin instead of Star Command. Fuck yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. There are official reports that markets in certain Middle Eastern countries in particular are refusing to screen the animated adventure. The film won't be in theaters in Bahrain, Egypt, Kuwait, Oman, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, or the United Arab Emirates. Uh, outside the Middle East, Lightyear is likewise banned in Indonesia and Malaysia. The issue is the presence of openly LGBTQ characters in the film. Uh, God damn it, man. God damn it. But... Cultural shit, you know, that's that's their ordeals. That's their goddamn ordeals. I hate it, I fucking hate it, but we're getting there because that shit was fucking cute in this movie. That was a cute goddamn movie. Devin, what were your
1: thoughts of Lightyear? Very good and present writing. Um Yeah, yeah. Um also I just want to point out that Chris Evans did a great job voicing Lightyear. Like great job and actually sounded like um it was tim allen right who yeah yeah He, he very very comparable very comparable um i like that a lot uh the animation was top notch probably some of the best pixar animation i've ever seen especially environmentally wise um it it was extremely fluid the movie had a good pace uh had the classic pixar sob moment that you get in a lot of pixar movies <laughs> um remember looking at my friend who i went and saw it with immediately tears <laughs> you know um but yeah uh it was it was a it was a good movie um i i enjoyed the pacing a lot i enjoyed the characters that it introduced it had really good character development with a with a heartwarming ending to it as well um and uh it's it sets up even future installments if they decide to do that uh so but the box office might be dependent on that guy so you guys better go see that fucking movie because it's actually good it's actually a good movie um it's a fun movie if you have kids take your kids to the movie if if they can behave at the movie theater Yeah. yeah right, 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 <laughs> you know right, right. um it's not unbearably long it's you know as we stated earlier it's only an hour and 45 minutes mm-hmm. um and it doesn't feel like a long movie i will say that as well thankfully yeah
0: it, it yeah. felt like it ended perfectly within within a good amount of time so mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. um but yeah uh i love socks socks the cat so good so good um <laughs> People,
0: pop, up we Him, him voicing all of his own mechanics was the yeah. f- funniest. Fu- the fucking darts, dude. The darts. You got five minutes. <laughs> I, I, I saved you five minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the blowtorch.
0: <laughs> Socks definitely carried this goddamn movie continue
1: continue would you like ocean sounds or whale (laughs) or whale sounds (laughs) how about just white noise okay (laughs) it was good it was good um but but yeah i i enjoyed the movie i will probably watch it again at some point so um it was a good movie um the writing was good the pacing was good uh the voice acting was really good um it was an energetic movie, uh, so yeah, uh, go see it. Okay, all right, uh, yeah, I'm I'm in a very very similar
0: boat. I think that this was a very very fun movie. Um, I I don't think it was excellent by any means because it didn't mm-hmm. hit some of the benchmarks that we can expect from other Pixar movies. Um, because it there was there was moments right like I choked up at that part um (laughs) i think everybody did real fucking hard uh they gave us that shit very early in the movie um and i was like god damn it already like like, give me give me some time guys but um it 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 had a heart there uh i i feel like it um did the 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 cast all did incredible they did a great job voice acting this movie um as you said the animation was phenomenal in this, uh, the environmental art was extravagant um, multiple times during this movie. And I don't know if you felt the same way, but I had a number of times watching this movie that I actually forgot it was a cartoon because, mm-hmm. like, everything felt so fluid outside of just the fact that they're cartoon. They're a very obviously cartoon characters. The animation was so incredible that I, like, felt like I was watching a live action. And it, it just, like everything piecing together the environmentals like the particles and like how everything sort of just felt artistically blended in to make it feel like you were watching a live action event and so so many times and then socks would kick in and it'd be like oh yeah fuck that's right it's a Pixar movie <laughs> beep, boop, bop, bop. <laughs> beep beep, boop, 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 beep. <laughs> like, like you fucking Oh my god. The dart took me the fuck out, dude. Like (laughs) the second it happened. Two fucking times the fucking took me the fuck out. Don't
1: spoil like why or anything. (laughs) No, of course, of course not. Of course
0: not. But the dart fucking took me out. Anything that had to do with socks was goddamn money, dude. Um (laughs) so yeah, if there's any reason to see this, it's for fucking socks. But um, some of the things that I feel like it it needed more on, um, I felt like a couple of side characters felt a little thrown away um one specifically bummed me out a little bit uh which is taika vititi's character um felt like they didn't give him enough to do like he just sort of like felt like oh we have this character he's voiced by taika vititi and cool you know what i mean like <laughs> like like the, he, he kind of felt like he didn't need to be there um the uh chemistry between buzz and socks was wonderful the chemistry between buzz and uh god damn what's her name what's her name granddaughter We can call her hawthorne because she is a hawthorne hawthorne the second uh it was was wonderful like they did such a good job with their relationship but i felt that the other two izzy thank you xander thank you it was izzy um the other two characters just sort of felt there for a majority of the movie. um, And they kind of used them as like comedic relief throughout a course of like the, the movie's experience that I felt like didn't hit for me. Uh, The humor, because the humor with socks was so fucking incredible that like any of the humor that had to do with these other two characters, I just really did not care about that much. Like they're trying to land jokes. And for me, it just, I was like, okay, sure. Like the pen thing, like that, Xander mentions in chat the pen thing was was a really really cool take. Um, at, at first that, that that played off at the end, but I feel like a lot of the humor that had to do with them exclusively, um, with the characters that weren't socks, dragged on for too long. Um, like there's 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 a thing between Buzz and Izzy that that happens after they play on like a couple of times at first, and I was like, yeah, hey, that was good." Um, and uh, and then it just it just it gets boring after a while that like beat of like the you know the finishing the sentences thing um and i i was i was over it really really quickly um so it, it it kind of felt like taika Waititi was in this movie just because they wanted to say that taika Waititi was voicing a character in this movie and it was sort of just a secondary thought Um, outside of that, though, I felt like the, the nostalgia factor was played off really, really well in this. Uh, It's, it's a kid's movie. So like the plot, I can't give too much like shit on because as far as a kid's movie is concerned, the plot in this was actually very, very good. I felt Mm -hmm. like they did a good job. Uh, There, there was just a couple of things. I was like, like, I wish you would just leaned more towards the aspect of like, like learning how to be a team rather than having a relationship Mm -hmm. with somebody. You know, like a fa- like a familial relationship with somebody. Um, <clears throat> it's it's just like there there were there were just a couple plot devices that they used that I felt like didn't need to be there if they would have just leaned into a different direction. Um, I think Chris Evans did incredible. Uh, he he did a very good job. I actually disagree with you. I I don't think he sounded enough like Tim Allen for me um, because th- he sounded I said
1: he was comparable. He Compa- sounds... okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. Because it act it actually bothered me a little bit, like how much he didn't sound like Tim Allen. Um. And like he was cl- He sound- he sounded like he was like, I don't know, like twenty year
1: old Tim Allen, whereas Which, I wanted thirty five year old Tim Allen, right? But he was a very young Buzz Lightyear, because this was establishing yeah. that yes. too. The the thing that bothered me, and I guess this is like headcanon, right? So
0: like the the thing about it that bothered me is that like. They they open the movie by saying this like this isn't a spoiler because everybody knows this. They open the movie by saying that that Andy bought the Buzz Lightyear toy because he saw this movie. This is the movie they made him want Buzz Lightyear, insinuating that the Buzz Lightyear toy from the original movie is supposed to sound like this Buzz Lightyear, and that's yeah. the part that threw me off. When I get away from that and just say eh, I'll suspend some disbelief, I don't care. It, it, it didn't bother me anymore because Chris Evans was so good at voice acting in this that it like a majority of the time I didn't give a shit. Because I was like, I'm here for it. I can totally pretend that uh, that this totally works for me. Um, the mm-hmm. thing that I enjoy most about this, and I say this a lot in our, uh, especially our Disney like animated reviews, um, is when I start to look at this from perspective of me as a little boy. Like if I was like 10 years old watching this, if I was like six years old watching this. I would have fucking lost my shit to this movie,
1: dude. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. This is a fucking good movie for kids, man. Like <laughs> yeah. if, I, if I was 10 years old and I saw this movie, it'd probably be my favorite movie. Oh, dude. Yeah.
0: Oh, this is a fucking good like kids action movie, man. Like they, they nailed it, dude. They nailed like kids action as far as that's concerned. Like Buzz feels like a hero in all the right ways. And things get a little bit bombacious because he starts to feel like Master Chief. You know, you know what I mean? Like he basically is Master Chief for a majority of this movie. But like because because of such though, it's like us as little boys, I could see myself being like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. Watch <laughs> you, I'm glad you caught what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I can totally see like you and I being little kids watching this movie and like popping the fuck off for this. And yeah. so, like, because of such, like, it get it gets more leniency from me because I, I feel like the writing was good enough as a family movie that it makes up for the fact that it's not necessarily the perfect movie, um, which is fine. I don't need a perfect movie. It's just hard to, like, give it too much leeway when we live in a world that has Finding Nemo, The Incredibles. Incredibles 2, like the the, the list goes on. Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6, like the list goes on, right? And this is not in that caliber. And that's what I want to make perfectly clear here. This is a very good movie. It's not perfect, though. Mm -hmm. So
1: with that said, Devin, should people go see this movie? And what do you rate it? People should definitely go see this movie. It deserves uh, to be seen, especially with the potential at uh, a continuation of this franchise. Um, I give it a seven five.
0: Very nice. Uh, Yeah, I think if you if you feel comfortable taking your kids to the theater, um, I wouldn't saw this in 3D. I want to make sure I mention. no standard. It was the only uh, showing that they had late enough at night that I could do the stream last night and go see it. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. I'll see it in 3D. I haven't done a 3D movie in a while. Uh, and it actually did really good as a 3D movie. I, you know, I could see that, actually.
1: I yeah, it was, that. it was surprisingly I mean, good. Like Pixar movies are good in 3D just because of the animation right yeah. right right well and i guess that that bodes to the
0: the content i was saying earlier that like a lot of times i like forgot that it was animated and maybe the 3d helped with that um but like there were moments that like you would maybe argue that they made it for 3d but they didn't they de- they definitely don't do that but like mm-hmm. part, there's moments that feel perfect for 3d um and i was i was happy with it i was happy with that uh with that said yeah i think i would give this a 7.5 as well um, this, this is not eh, enough to be a six, five or a seven. Um, uh, I don't think it's perfect enough. It's lacking a couple of things. I don't think there's quite enough to get it to an eight. Um, but I could argue for it. You know what I mean? I think, I think that there's, there's room to, to say that like an eight could be fitting for it. Um, I thought you were frozen for a second. You're, <laughs> you're very good at holding still. Don't do it. Don't fucking do that. You do every time I mention it you do it just to see like yeah I see you smiling motherfucker.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Dude, I like how how many times did you like go off? How many times did you go off? Did you have like any go off moments? I don't want to spoil yeah, anything yeah. For anyone,
1: but like Yeah, no there 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 were some good go off moments, you know. Um like the beginning of the movie was actually really fun like right away. Yeah. And yeah, then um there was just some moments I laughed, though. Boop, boop. Ah, I'm going to throw it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. I like, why? Why? <laughs> Cliché. Dude, um, the, 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 fir- the
0: first act was, like, surprisingly good. Like, setting up yeah. the rules, setting up the boundaries, like, setting up mm-hmm. the stakes. Like, they did they did pretty fucking good with that. And, like, giving us, like,
1: I, I'm not going to say too much. But, yeah, like, yeah. giving giving us and, what and- they
0: did hit fucking
1: perfectly. I will say this. Uh, my friend that I went and saw it with, uh, she said like, she felt like there was more stakes in this movie because we also went and saw Jurassic world together. Mm. Um, like, she, she was more on the edge of her seat near the end of the movie during some sequences. Um, then and I think, Jurassic I think, you world, know, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. Then yeah. Jurassic world. Yep. Because, and, and fuck she, Jurassic she world. Was Dominion. Like, like we were both equally pulled into this a lot more yeah. than, Same. than that movie. Same. So, yeah, because I like there was moments you were like, oh, oh my heart. <laughs> dude, there there
0: were there were four times when I was watching Dominion that I looked at my watch. And I was like, oh my god, this is still going. Like yes, <laughs> I was like, dude. this is this movie is still fucking playing right now. They're still doing this right now. And not a single time did I look at my watch last night during this movie nope. like like nope. like i was not bored i was entertained front to fucking back they 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 did so goddamn good dude uh xander i like the attention to detail for oh, the sci-fi yeah. elements yeah dude yeah they did really really yeah. good. the there's the the moment with izzy near the end
1: yeah <laughs> that, that's that's one of the moments i was like about like the snakes
0: oh oh, yeah. oh, oh oh it's fucking a dude like i, I really thought dude, she, that was terrifying oh, oh, oh. I've, I've seen gravity for socks yeah, I know. Oh, don't you fucking kill, Soxie motherfuckers! <laughs> like, I was like, you well, goddamn animals. Well, yeah, I know. Right. All right. Right. <laughs> no, we're not
1: spoil <laughs> for you guys. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll but... we'll uh, no, what's your rating? What's your rating? 75 five. Seven,
0: five, Seven, five. Sure.
1: So yeah. yeah. So official so, good kraken rating for light Seven
0: point five,
1: baby. Go watch this bad boy.
0: Uh, yeah, this yep. is fun. Um, definitely if, if you don't if you aren't comfortable with theaters when it does drop on Disney Plus in forty five days fucking watch that shit day one because i'll watch it again yeah oh yeah absolutely i'll watch i'm gonna watch with my fucking kid my nephew uh they're they're gonna fucking love it they're gonna love it um i also want to just very briefly talk about the beautiful scene with hawthorne and the end of that first act leading up to Mm. the timeline stuff um and uh and how just wonderfully put together that fucking was uh because I'm, I'm gonna fight the 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 people that that aren't about it uh that was a beautiful fucking gay moment and i am so goddamn happy that they did it so goddamn because disney are fucking pussies out putting gay stuff in their movies and it pisses me off <laughs> and it <laughs> so, looks like it looks like they're changing that finally they're fucking better they fucking get it yep. you know what i'm saying. Damn. Guys, let's talk about our schedule next week. On Tuesday, we have another good Oh God, I burped. Oh, god. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a physical mess
1: today. Do you, do you mean to do this? Oh god, no, I got
0: I got uh, Tuesday we got another good cracking podcast. We're talking what's the deal with remakes? Because there's a lot of remakes happening. There's a lot of goddamn remakes happening. Movies and video games. Movies and video games, dude. And uh, we're going to be talking all all the goddamn things. Because uh, there's some people that are like, holy shit, why are they doing this? And then there's some other times where I'm like, yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Final Fantasy remake. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give Uh, it to me, baby. (laughs) 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 On Wednesday, it's another Ocean Shrine story time with yours truly. And I'm going to be playing... The quarry. the quarry. There you go. Xander, you can come in and uh, give me all the tips and advice and tell me uh, what I should be doing, not doing. You guys at home will be making some decisions for me. Uh, and hopefully you guys don't get me fucking killed. Uh, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Because I would like to keep all the, the characters alive. And for those of you that watch Xander play this game, if you know what decisions end up with what results, don't you fucking say anything. Don't you fucking say anything. Okay. I don't want any of you fuckers trolling me out here while I'm trying to play a game. Everybody uh, the- troll him. <laughs> I, I know, right? And then on Thursday, we're doing another shipwreck show live recording that is exclusive to our patrons. Uh, go check that out. Um, you know what? I was thinking the other day. I don't see any reason why not. But like, I think, I think there's some room, and we're gonna be talking here pretty soon. There's some room to potentially give access to our Twitch subscribers too. I agree. I think. I think that's a. I think that's a, so you guys. You yeah. guys hang tight. I think our Twitch subscribers might have some. Uh, some uh, some leeway here and give you guys some uh, some good content on Thursdays uh, jokes on you guys. We actually don't live record shipwreck show Uh, when we do live record, uh, quote unquote. It's just us butt naked doing dances together on camera. It's um, not, true. It it is, really it not true. It's really not true. It's 100 percent. It's not true. And then we do you guys shipwreck really believe
1: someone <laughs> that has been told to stop gaslighting his buds. By Nolan North,
0: one of the greatest (laughs) video game voice actors of our time. Nolan
1: North (laughs) acknowledges that Ernell Ocean Shrine gaslights people.
0: He also approves of it.
1: But you still gaslight me. And
0: then next Friday, we got another <laughs> splash damage multiplayer gameplay stream. And this time we're playing Fall Guys to celebrate the brand new cross play free to play that is happening. Uh, oh, my fucking God. Dog Fall Guys time. Let's fucking go! If you guys yeah, have ready not played Fall, fall Guys, guys,
1: you know what I'm saying. I'm ready
0: to fall on some guys too, baby. Let's fucking go! <laughs> uh, for the you, you can have a massive fucking party for Fall Guys. So If you guys want to play with us, you're more than goddamn invited. I'll tell you what. Uh, and then, I'll tell you what? <laughs> <laughs> and then next Saturday we got another good cracking podcast where we're doing Obi Wan Kenobi oh, so review. Good oh this last fucking episode man jesus christ <laughs> i uh, know guys at home please let us know what your thoughts were on Lightyear. what rating you would give it if you plan on seeing it in theaters if you haven't yet let us know all the things we want to hear from you guys in the meantime this has been the good Kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you wanted to hear Live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. And Saturday at 12 p.m. Right here at twitch.tv slash goodcrackenshow. If you enjoy the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash goodcrackenshow where you can submit questions to top us at the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have really access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Yuck! You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or subscribing to our podcast channel by searching GoodCracken. With an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We got to get on out of here. But until next time, my friends, be good to each other
1: and to infinity and beyond.